How we doing, Thor here? It's a woodland podcast this morning, so it could be wind noise and spaniel fights. I was thinking um, about the CVs that I see. I see a lot of CVs because I help people land roles and I connect people with employers who are looking for key people, especially in the energy business, but not exclusively. Pitch over. Anyway, what I'm saying is I see a lot of CVs and they tend to be pretty boring. Now, I realise that you need to get across your technical capabilities with a CV. Fine. But it's the summaries, the professional profile summary, bitty at the top, whatever you're going to call it. <laughs> I'll give you an example. So many people talk about having excellent communication skills and yet they do not earn the reader's attention with that top part of their CV. The way I look at it is you must earn our attention, grab it if you like, hook it if you like, but definitely earn it with that little profile piece. So one example I often use with um, candidates just to get their mind into this mode, I'm not saying you would necessarily put this on a CV, but one way I do it is I say, if you, if you and your professional role what a game what game might you be and the funny thing about this is whatever the first game is that pops in your head we can usually make it work to some degree and with a little bit of iteration we can we can make it better so one i use for myself is connect four i say that as a coach what i'm looking to do you've played connect four you know even if the other player gets the four pieces in a row and you maybe didn't even see it coming it's so simple and yet you missed it and you have that aha probably chuckle moment as their counter drops in you're like no i can't believe i missed that that's kind of like the way i see coaching because it's fun or it should be high energy fun hopefully or often fast paced and the client gets those aha moments and it doesn't really matter which direction the aha moment came from whether it's coach input or client input it's kind of a combination of the two of you so yeah, that's that's one way I look at coaching. I heard one the other day. I'm trying to think who told me this. I, I want to attribute them. Anyway, it was a very successful recruiter, I think, a guy who'd sold. He'd actually been part of a big sale of a recruitment business. Anyway, he said that recruiting, he saw as a very expensive game of snap. <laughs> so basically, you're looking to match the right company and the right candidate. And as he pointed out, take a hefty commission of some kind. But just the idea of it being snap gave it a certain energy, which definitely fitted with him. Yeah, it was Andy. Oh, what's his surname? Oh, come back to me. I must get him on the podcast. Great guy. So, yeah. Are you being boring in how you speak about your role? In terms of, are you, are you one of these people who uses that term, excellent communicator, and then doesn't put that much thought into the communication? Because I, I would gently challenge you to start being a bit more playful with some of your communication, especially if you are looking for a new role or to upgrade your uh, position within your current organisation. Hope you're having a great day wherever you are. And look forward to catching up with you soon, either on LinkedIn, Instagram, or indeed in real life. Or look me up for a Zoom coffee. Hey, how you doing? Thor here. It's a woodland walk podcast, but sadly, the spaniels aren't with me, so I just look like that dodgy guy hanging around the woods. You might hear the beautiful bird song in the background. 
Yeah, I did a post yesterday. Let's see if I can find it on LinkedIn about, so it was negotiating for a higher salary on offer of role is dot, 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 question mark. And then the options, it was a poll. The options were rude, they know your value. And then obvious, know your own worth. And lastly, it's complicated, please comment. So 85% of people said, obvious, of course you'd negotiate for a higher salary. And I thought, well, <laughs> that's interesting because I have a lot of conversations with people who are super nervous to negotiate when they get made an offer. In fact, that whole concept of how much you're worth, it's a tricky one. I was working with a really relatively senior level person who... When I said, well, what are you worth? What is your salary expectation? And don't get me wrong, this wasn't first conversation. We'd had a few conversations and they said 120,000 a year. And I said, really? And then after a few seconds, he said, well, actually I would want 150,000 a year. That's what I'm worth. I said, well, why, did, why didn't you say 150,000 then? Why did you say 120,000? I'm not even offering you a role and you've talked yourself out of 30,000 a year. And he said, well, you know, I was just waiting for the teeth-sucking moment and the, hmm, are you really worth that pushback? Well, okay, if you're worth it, you surely need to state that that is what you're worth. So I guess what I'm saying is that that person, relatively senior level, commercially very experienced, was still fearful when it came to negotiating his personal conditions. He's fine if he's negotiating a contract for the company, but to state your own worth seems to be a lot harder for people. So despite the fact that 85% of poll respondents are saying, yeah, of course I'd negotiate. Do you really feel confident to negotiate? Are you really ready for that awkward or feeling perception of awkward conversation? It reminds me, I, I uh, did a TEDx talk in Aberdeen in 2012. Yes, there was a TEDx in Aberdeen in 2012. I was invited to speak at it and the concept was coffee shop confidence but the whole point of it was about putting yourself in awkward situations so that you're more confident to negotiate or to deal with uh, a tough pitch situation and you know that feel free to watch the TEDx and let me know what you think basically the awkward situation to put yourself in and have a bit of fun with is negotiating over a cup of coffee as in trying to get a deal on a cup of coffee. And it's not to actually get the deal. That doesn't matter. The whole purpose of it is actually uh, to, to learn to handle those awkward conversations. Anyway, I'd love to hear what you think. I mean, for me, negotiating a salary, of course, it doesn't happen that often, typically, especially if you're in a role for a few years. You know, in a whole career, you might only have to be in that situation a handful of times. But the thing to remember, I guess, a couple of things. One is the people hiring you are hiring you because they respect you and think you're smart and be good at the job. So why wouldn't they expect you to be savvy enough to negotiate on the salary? The chances are they're not offering you their best case scenario, highest possible salary straight away because they expect you to be smart enough to counter offer. That's one thing to remember. And no, they won't be offended if you say a number that's higher than they can pay they just won't be it's not actually their money as a rule the people you're negotiating with they've got a budget but it's not their personal money not like you're taking their kids lunch money anyway i had a situation recently working with a fairly senior lawyer who felt they might be underpaid and we did a little benchmarking exercise and what that did is 
make them realize that yes, they were pretty seriously underpaid and it also unearthed an offer of another role with a competitive firm. And we played it diplomatically, but basically we've ended up in a situation where this lawyer is now getting paid uh, a bit more than they were inverted commas worth according to the benchmarking, but the company they worked for, I'm not sure if they were aware they were underpaying her or not, but they certainly are now and they are valuing her um, properly as far as I'm concerned. And that's something I can and have helped people with because it's tough. You know, it does feel personal. It does feel like you're going to offend people or upset people. Strange how how money can, can get into our emotion like that. People say, oh, I don't really care about money. I'm not money motivated. But it is crucially important to life. Just like food, you need money. Uh, and toilet roll, of course. That's super important to life, as we all found out during lockdown one. Hope you're having a great day, wherever you are. If you're not already connected on LinkedIn, connect with me there. Also on Instagram, more pictures of me and usually the Spaniels. Not just me stumbling around the woods on my own like I am today. And I'll look forward to catching up with you soon. Cheers now.